<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. We're about six months out from the all-important midterm elections now, and President Biden's approval ratings are dismal, on the verge of historically dismal. And the die appears cast for the Democrats and their inability to reverse the deep dive that Biden has taken in the polls. It's just not happening. And yet, the Dems appear nonplussed, hardly concerned about what looks like a slaughter at the polls, we're talking wave election for the Republicans, a landslide in the offing, and yet the Dems are ho-hum. No anxiety, at least apparently, not pivoting in any way, no rapid reshuffle of agenda items, despite clear research that voters hate their vast spending programs, mountains of debt, giveaways of billions of dollars to illegals, and what is effective amnesty as they are ferried to unknown locations in the dead of night. And, of course, our wide-open border with Mexico that makes it all possible. MyPillow inventor, founder, and CEO Mike Lindell of MyPillow is taking on the electronic voting companies in this country. Always critical of the voting machines, Mike is filing and backing lawsuits for injunctions against those machines. And in some cases, such as Arizona, he's supporting two candidates, one for governor and the other for secretary of state, and their lawsuit to rid Arizona of the voting machines altogether. No single individual in the country is doing more to try to reform the electoral system state by state. Here with us now is Mike Lindell, great entrepreneur, businessman, patriot, the founder and CEO of MyPillow. Great to have you with us, Mike. First, I just want to ask how you're doing. Uh, how's your business? How's, uh, how's everything in your life right now? Well, I've, I just, I, it doesn't get any uh, uh, less busy. I'll tell you that. I, don't, I think it's the busiest I've ever been. It's about 18 hours every day, it seems like. Uh, um, and, uh, but it's, I, I get, it, each day I get more and more optimistic and, and than the day before. And that's, what, that's what's enjoyable. Um, I, uh, I stay in prayer and it's just, uh, the, I just see everyone else out there uh, being, um, um, being more, more courageous and more hopeful. So, and, um, my business is the business is good. Um, so, and I have great people there, Lou, that are, that are <clears throat> a great team. So I don't, I can be on the road. I can, I was gone for almost 10 days straight, different doing speaking events around the country, getting preliminary injunctions ready and things like that. And, and I, um, I can be away and just have a peace knowing that everything's getting done, at my pillow and my store and these other and and uh, Frank's Beach and all these other entities. Um, that's great. It, you know. it, it, that's also a credit to your judgment about the people you surround yourself with. Uh, that that's uh, that's important. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld, the former uh, Secretary of Defense, used to say that he had uh, what he called uh, Rumsfeld's rules, and they were A's hire A's, B's hire C's, and C's. Well, you don't want to know what they hire. Right. Uh, and, okay. and, and the fact is, I mean, it is a, a, a credit to your, your ability to, to, you know, to rely on talent and know people of character and talent who can, uh, can work well. That's well, good on you. Well, and then one of the things I would tell anyone out there in business or entrepreneurs, um, there's a couple of things I do that I, I don't think other companies do, especially in corporate America. I have out of my thousands of employees, about 500 of them have my direct phone number or they can, or they can get it very quickly. And, and they, they have to call me if there's a block or a deviation. And that's really important in business. So if I, it's when I don't get the call that I worried, if we take, if we hire someone from outside, like we hire someone in, from corporate America, we, we have a hard time changing that person to, Hey, you can call the CEO if there's a deviation, because when I say a deviation, it could be just like an employee comes in and his behavior is different. Well, 
they, they, you know, they would call me up or, if, um, and, um, we would find out, you know, what the problem is. And uh, this goes back. Uh, now I actually have someone that else does that for addiction or whatever. And we get them help and we pay for them while they're in there. Uh, but let's say it's a line that's down, uh, um, or the, uh, there's a problem with the website, whatever it may be. If I'm out on the road and I don't get a call, I have peace of mind knowing everything is beautiful. That's such a good feeling that I don't have to sit and worry right. that something's going on. And it's the opposite of what people would think. Well, I'm just going to I'm just going to sit back and if something breaks, I'll find out about later. They should know enough how to fix it all. But I want to know about it. It's kind of like the military. I've talked to a bit like friends with a lot of generals and they say you know, that's very similar to the military. If you, if you have a, if you're in battle and you go, okay, go take this hill over here. And all of a sudden you get there and there's no hill. You don't spend hours looking for the hill. You better let that general know right away that there's no hill because he's making decisions based on the fact that that hill should already be taken. Or there's, you know what I mean? Right. So, so that's why deviations are so important to, uh, to be let known. And that goes with like, I'll get a call from, you know, when it, let's say it's my my media. Let's say it's uh, for all the um, my media out there, and she'll say, "Hey, this this um, podcast or this radio show did uh, two thousand less than normal." Then we we find out what happened, um, and uh, um, so it's just it's just having a peace of mind of knowing that the the company is going going well, and then and then you know a lot of the stuff I've been through. So if there is a massive uh, problem. Um, we can usually fix it and take shortcuts because I probably have been down that road where then a board see in corporate America, everything moves so slow. Let's have a board meeting and we'll decide or we'll have a committee meeting and decide what fourth quarter earnings look like, blah, blah, blah. Well, if you're a, if you're an entrepreneur led company, you got to move as fast as you can and, and make decisions and make, uh, and you got to make them fast. Absolutely. Do you, do you take the same approach with, uh, you have a, as I've said on the show a number of times, you've got a law firm that you've assembled for, uh, for uh, Mike Lindell, uh, Patriot, <laughs> uh, and, and all the public interest things that you're doing. Do you take the same attitude about that, whether it's uh, lawsuits, injunctions, whatever right. your new initiative is? Well, absolutely. It's right. It's like a big business where they need to let me know. And it's taken a little bit for, we had to actually let a couple of the lawyers go that they didn't get it. They're not the, they're not PR people. They're not strategic people. We're in an anomaly in history and I want to be there. I'm praying about my decisions, but I'm also taking an input from everywhere in the country, from all these, you know, attorneys will get on a call and we'll have a strategy meeting and I'll hear their input and then I'll say, no, yay, no. It's like a CEO making a decision because it all ties together. We're in a big, it's like, a, it's a, think of it as a huge marketing, um, it's a marketing thing. That's what the left, that's what they're doing. This is propaganda. They've been doing it for years. They do things like, um, um, you know, the other day when we had, when the 2000 meals launched, two, two hours before that launch, it leaks out of the Supreme Court. I believe 100% that was a deflection. It's never happened before. A deflection off the, so all the media would go, hey, let's look at this instead of looking at the 2,000 meals. So, so yeah, I'm making decisions in it. It's some kind of tough because these lawyers, and when you have lawyers and cyber guys, cyber guys tend to, and IT guys tend to move too slow or they, they won't make decisions like, you know, you don't need to worry about that. Don't trip over a dollar to pick up a quarter. Let's get to where we need to get to. I needed this done yesterday. And some things, it's kind of like what to leave in, what to leave out, and to keep moving this thing forward because we're we're running out of time, Lou. And we're, we're on a very, this is, time is uh, probably the most important six months ahead of us in the history of the, of the, of the United States. Absolutely. And things are coming out. Uh, a box, I'm I, I just, I have this note on this. Uh, story in Breitbart. Here we go again, Mike. Uh, the headline is box of 104 mail-in ballots discovered on an East Hollywood sidewalk. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, how long, how long is this going to go on? Are we going to go right up to election? Uh, if, well, we, if, if we still recognize election days in this country up right. to election day with this kind of discovery? Well, it, Lou, it's like this, and I want to tell everybody this because I get it all the time, especially with the bots and trolls when I'm on 
on a live stream. Um, they're going, well, Mike, you, you know, we haven't, we, where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? The evidence, we've had enough evidence way back in November of last year, but they keep, it just, it takes, it's been taking so long to get it out to everybody because you have places like Fox, Newsmax, the press and conservative media, for some reason or other, call it lawfare, call it, they're in a, whatever it is, they have not, you know, reported the news. And so then all you have is the propaganda coming out of the left, the left. And, and uh, you know, when you've got evidence that's sitting up on frankspeech.com, my platform, it's right there. It's inside the machines. It shows everything. But I will say this to give people hope, everybody. You want to know what's going on, why I'm so optimistic. What, what changed? There's one big shift from a year and a half ago to right now. You go back a year and a half, there was so much fear they put into everyone. Remember, judges are people too. Judges are people too. The president of the United States appointed over 300 judges, including three Supreme Court judges. Everyone says, well, you know, the judges looked at the evidence. No, they didn't. No judge in the United States ever looked at evidence except for one judge in a small county in Michigan, Antrim County, Michigan, and they found everything there. That case, by the way, is still sitting there um, all the way up to appeals. They have just tried to suppress it and suppress it. But I will tell you this, Lou, these judges back then, they weren't all compromised, whatever. They, I believe that they were, they're people, they were in fear for their families. How would you like to be the first judge to go, you know what, I want to look at this evidence, and you'd be afraid of what you would find, because this was unprecedented, uh, historical times back then. To do that, and, need to turn and I would be, and I would say that the election, the election in, uh, 2020 will go down as the most important election in history because of everything that's going to happen now. Right now, the judges and the people in the in, in our country courage because you keep more things keep pouring out and leaking out. And uh, the main uh, the people now are know that the mainstream media is not where the news is at. They know that Suckabuck's Facebook and Twitter is not where the news is at. They're on to everything. If, if it covers up and says false information, you know it's true. I mean, it's the opposite. Everything's flipped on its head. But we've everybody's gotten an education. And the judges now are going to have courage. That one judge in Florida proved it. She got out. She wouldn't have done that a year and a half ago. I don't believe that, where she says, you know what? We can't have these mandates are unconstitutional for the airlines. And boom, our history changed in one stroke of a pen. One judge. In our Constitution, our forefathers, they put things in place that were safety nets. If this didn't work, if someone broke the law here, if someone broke the law here, this, you know, there were safety nets all throughout our, our government. And and one of the things, the legislatures all let our country down. Um, all of them were cowards or traitors, one of the two. And, and uh, so I think the judges and law is going to bring it back. And everyone says, well, Mike, you know, um, you know, this could take past the 2022 election. No, it's not going to. These are preliminary injunctions we're dropping in. They're going to happen very fast. They go up three to four once you put this before a judge. And they uh, this is this is like what they did to us. And you think of lawfare, Lou, they, these machine companies use lawfare to scare people. Well, we're going to use the same law to to save the country. And I and I've, we're in such a great position. I'm just really excited. Well, it's good to hear that, and and it's good to to hear you optimistic, and uh, and I'd like to take this opportunity. I mean, we've got a number of stories that are, are uh, that are touching on this uh, allegations that a Dominion voting machine, uh, actually machines out in uh, New Mexico, yep. uh, had had a feature that allowed ballots to be filled out by the machine itself, allegedly, yep. <laughs> uh, reportedly. Uh, and yep. uh, by the way, I do want to give credit. Uh, to uh, Gateway Pundit and uh, Jim and Joe Hopp, there yep. they are, are digging on this as uh, as well, uh, and they're reporting on this. Uh, that's where this report is. It isn't in the broad press, uh, and you know I, I just uh, really think that you're exactly right. We've got to have information, and we've got to. It's not just judges. It's uh, it's as you know the media. Uh, the corporate owners of that media, yep. the, the media is no better or worse than the companies that own them and yep. manage them. 
and they are the ones telling them to to do whatever policy, to follow whatever policy they're following. And when they went against Trump, that came from the chairman of the board and the board of directors, not mm-hmm. from some sort of uh, independent uh, journalistic Journalist. judgment. That's exactly right, Lou. And, you know, I've said it before. I've actually made a lot of friends on the left media. Um, I got Cheryl at Business Insider. I got uh, Emma Brown with the Washington Post. These different ones that are out there. Sure, they attacked me for over a year now, but they were able, they had some they they had to write these things for their own editors. And they, but they always let they got the word out. They got the word out about Frankspeech.com. They got the word out that I had evidence. They got the word out that, you know, they're the ones that got the word out, not conservative media, not your foxes and your newsmaxes of the world. They went fox on us, they went silent. And so these media outlets that attack, I'm going to tell you a story. I did, many of them did articles that as we become, um, I don't want to say friends, but, uh, um, you know, it's when you talk to these people every day or when they, you know, and these guys, they do, they've done some of these articles that have been done because I usually make them read my book, a new reporter that reaches out to me. There's hundreds of them have my direct number. But if they're new, I say, you need to read my book and we need to do the interview by Skype so I can see your face to see how rotten you're going to write your report. And a lot of them I've led to the Lord. I've had one guy three, three hours, I said, and, and now he can't even do a thing for his boss because it was too good. I go, you're, they're never going to print this. And this is what's happened, Lou. I've actually had to tell some of these reporters, you need to bash me a little bit or you're, this is not going to clear your boss. I mean, isn't this something? I mean, I, I mean, it's, but it is the way it is. These guys, and then the big thing will say, well, I'm not reporting that. I'm not reporting that. My boss won't let me report that. We can't report this. And I'm going, where have we come as a country where machine companies like Dominion, ESNS, Smartmatic? Yes, I said ESNS. I, I told him the other day on the TV, I said, and I'll say it again today ESNS, you just well sue me right now because I'm coming for you more than anyone. They have the most of the machines in the country. They're out of Omaha, Nebraska. I've spent millions of dollars to investigating them and all the machine companies. And it's sad that they that our media protects companies like that, that we actually own the machines as people that have paid for them. And we right. can't, and it's, it's you know, it they is. protect them and they attack people like my pillow, uh, American companies. It's, it's just really sad. It, it, it is sad. It's also infuriating because part of this story is that we have secretaries of state, primarily it's secretaries of state, yep. but also the heads of state uh, boards of uh, election department, uh, election departments who really have ac- acquiesced to the machine voting companies demands that they not know anything about the innards of those machines that they not know how they work and that they can't have the software uh, and they can't be transparent about what is actually happening. Now, they may be just fine. Every one of these machines may be just fine, but somebody needs to explain what happened and why. And, and the secretaries of state, the state legislators, the governors for crying out loud, what could be more important than electoral integrity? And we just don't have it right now. Because we've had a bunch of people who just said, you know, uh, do whatever you want, uh, just so we get the results by the next day, whatever the demand is, or there may not be a demand of any kind, but to not even know what's going on with those machines, uh, it's ridiculous. You wouldn't do that uh, in any business in the world. You wouldn't do it for any business and you would not, if I have, there's cyber attacks that happen all the time, every single business in the country, every credit card companies, gas lines, uh, we've had against our nation with Korea that time. I mean, there are different things where got cyber attacks happen. These are, you know, these guys, if the bad cyber guys are get technology that's better the evil they attack they break in and then your cyber guys that are you got the good geeks that patch it up they find out how it happened they make it even more secure but then it all starts over again it's an endless cycle well when it happens lou that's i've said it before that's just money you can replace money that you have insurance for that or you don't it doesn't matter it's just money most of the time you don't lose your whole company but when it happens in an election, 
you lose your whole country. There is no, there is no second chance. And well, there is, but there is this time. This is the grace I want to tell everybody that God's given us. We get a second chance. They were caught, Lou. They were caught with all the mistakes, with all the deviations. They were caught. Even the Democrats, now 35% of Democrats, a poll came out that they believe the election was stolen and through these machines. It's computers, everybody. They, we, and by the way, in these preliminary injunctions, we have the solution right in there that's been worked on for over a year. And it's better than France, who just did an election with just complete paper, no machines. They've been doing it since the 1970s. We did it 25, 30 years ago. It's not that big a deal. You go back to that. And now we even have paper that's the most secure paper in the world that we didn't have 30 years ago. And we have something called cameras now that you can do your hand count. And by, you know, everybody is your own auditor. There is no one on this planet that should not want these machines gone. If you say, oh, I love the machines. Well, then you're in on it. Then you're compromised. And, you you know, that period, there's the only reason you're either getting paid off by the company or you're a criminal. There's only two reasons here, because you would never want that. You would want our if you want our American dream back, if you want any chance to have to, to for this country to not go down in 2022 forever. I, you know, I get so tired of people, you know, all these politicians that that, you know, yes, I'm going to lower your taxes and and. Uh, and I, I'm for election integrity, but they haven't done anything or they haven't looked at the problem, especially these legislatures that are up for re-election that didn't do anything. Shame on you. You're either a traitor or a hero. That's how history will be written. There's nothing going to be in between. And I tell everyone, I said, you know, um, if, isn't it funny the Democrat Party who warned us of these machines now they don't care that they're on the they're on the wrong side of a fixed game. They don't care that that's just the kind of that moral compass of those politicians. They're the one that's going to have to face their maker, the maker on that, but not their face God. But we'll say this: the they're doing nothing but ruin our country more and more every day. Do you know this is an election? Don't you think that they would do something so they can point to it and say, "Hey, keep going, wait, oh, keep going." It's like Pelosi said: we're going to gain on the House. Well, they, if, if the machines are here and they hit a button and go, okay, we select this, this, and this, and what are we going to do as a nation? We're going to go, okay, they cheated us again? I mean, <laughs> wake up, everybody. It's over. We have to get rid of these machines. The good news is we have over 100 counties now, Lou, in the United States that are going to go machine-free. That's just our ground game. And we're, like I say, we're doing these preliminary injunctions, um, and we're going to be getting as many states as we can. I want to do all 50 and get rid of them once and for all. And How soon? Is- How soon? Well, the preliminary injunction that we just did in Arizona, remember the plaintiff there was Carrie Lake running for governor and Mark Fincham running for secretary of state. That one was filed uh, two weeks ago. The one that this week is in South Dakota. That's the next day. Then it's Alabama the week after this. And we're going to do, and then it really starts ramping up because you need, what you need is it's just a process. It's a plug-in process. You need uh, a law firm in every single state too, as we go. It's very costly right now. I'm I'm putting all the costs as usual, it seems like. Um, it's kind of funny how all these people that they go, Mike, we're behind you. We're behind you. And, and I don't complain much, Lou, but it's kind of funny. They put in millions and hundreds of million dollars into even billions into election to candidates. I just seen two candidates in uh, Pennsylvania. They each put 12 million so far into their primary and and donors have. But yet the donors don't realize that. Well, think of 2020, all the money you put in, you and it all went right down the toilet for both, whether you were a Democrat or Republican, all that campaign money, just because the Democrats were picked, it was flushed down the toilet. It didn't know how much, didn't matter how much money. The Democrats, the Democrats could have saved a lot of money, couldn't they? they- Oh, they could. Well, they are. No, look at that's what I'm saying, Lou. They're not even doing anything right now because they don't care. They got a they got a machine. They can just hit a button. And remember, remember, like Dinesh's movie, The 2000 Meals, all of the stuff where they were at access to those ballots. People need to understand this. You would not have access if these states would not have done all these illegal things like Michigan mailing out seven million ballots illegally. Those were ill, all those things were done illegally. And a and lot of no others one, and, and a lot no of other states time, did it. 
Yeah, and a lot of other states did it and, and in one way or another, you know. And the thing is that they haven't changed that. The legislatures have done nothing to, to, to make anything law. So those things are the status quo rolling into 2022. And unless the Supreme Court case gets there by these AGs that's been sitting out there, which I'm going to start calling all the AGs again, the Supreme Court needs to order these states, you can't break the Constitution. Therefore, you can, Michigan, you can't do this. Pennsylvania, you can't do this. Um, even Texas... So where they did the one week before the election, they let people vote a week before. That wasn't made by the legislatures. That was something done by the governor, you know. So all these states, they can't do this and use the China virus for an excuse. So let me ask this. Uh, we know that the drop boxes were horrendous. And, and uh, true the vote, uh, it's uh, Catherine Engelbrecht's uh, group, and they did a lot of work with uh, the Salem production of uh, 2,000 mules. Yep. But, long before that they were on this show talking about those those boxes using cell phone technology yep. pings to uh, determine where those uh, drop boxes uh, were how many times someone with that cell phone approached that box and deposited they had video evidence of it yep. they also lived through people destroying uh, that video so they couldn't use it uh, some uh, parts of it luckily yep. they kept uh, much of it. Yep. So in, in terms of the boxes, they're still here. Uh, I mean, Georgia has tried to do a few things, but it doesn't sound like they have done anything significant to remove those drop boxes. No, I don't been. know if I don't know of any state uh, other than Georgia that I don't if anybody listening to us knows of a state where those drop boxes have been removed. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, rules and regulations put forward so that there are Republicans and Democrats at each polling uh, recording everything that's happening, video everywhere. I'd like to hear about it. So give yeah, us Missouri, a email at ludobs.com and let us know about it, if you will. Yeah. Missouri sorry, just Missouri yesterday just did a big thing, Lou. They just did a big thing. I'm supposed to call them this morning. I'm getting calls from, you know, I've met with almost uh, politicians in every state. And Missouri, they were very excited, whatever went down in Missouri yesterday. And I'm going to find out. But, um, but to your point is... Most of these states, a 90 some percent of them, probably 99 percent other than whatever Missouri just did, they're leaving even after this 2000 meals. These drop boxes are still in place. They're going to do it again. I mean, you have Georgia, you have the triple crown of crime in Georgia. Kemp, Rassenberger, and Carr. These are Republicans that are in charge, the governor, the secretary of state, and the attorney general of Georgia. Why have they not? They they brought them. The, these guys brought the true to vote, brought this to Rassenberger with the, with the, um, the um, um, whistleblower and whistleblowers. And Rassenberger says, Yep, I'm going to take you into this. It was a little blip in the news. So that didn't get anywhere. And they come out with the movie, which everybody, anyone that watches this movie is going, why are, you know, why aren't these people, if I'd have made the movie, I'd have, I'd have showed all them people's faces, but I guess they did it to where law enforcement now should go out. They have people's cell phones. They have, True to Vote has all the things. Any, any, what I'm going to do today is we're going to get together and find out the laws in these states. Can any, let's say it happened in my county in Minnesota here. Um, and there were pings that were there and people you went to drop boxes or, or let's say Wisconsin, whatever. Um, I want to know if the low, a local sheriff can go investigate and press charges himself. These people that did this, they were all felons. They need to have charges pressed against them. And it's just like a drug bust, Lou. They called it 2000 meals. When you have meals, usually you bust the meals and the meals tell on the people above them. And those people tell on the people above them. And then you finally get to who orchestrated this and you start putting people in prison. But once again, when you find out that they use these to commit crimes where you actually get to, remember we talked earlier, the judges and they start, yes, there was a crime committed here. And once you do that, they should do that real quickly because then you'll start seeing, gee, maybe we should remove these drop boxes and these coward legislatures that are in every single state, these Republican legislatures that are the biggest cowards or traitors in our country's history that have done nothing to protect us, nothing to make new laws to protect us, nothing to say, hey, governors and secretary of states, you can't do this. I think some of them, I don't even know, Lou, it's just, it's so frustrating that they haven't done anything 
And, uh, but I think right now, I think we're on a great path. I think that's what will come out of these 2000 meals. And uh, you've got to start pressing charges where people can do some time. And they, they have more than one whistleblower. They have all kinds of whistleblowers. These were, these were, were this, this wasn't ballot harvesting. This was, they got paid $10 a ballot. And uh, it's, it's illegal as it comes. Felonies, not misdemeanors, everybody. Felonies. Yeah. Engelbrecht uh, calls it uh, ballot trafficking. And I think she's right yep. uh, to call it that because that's exactly what it, it truly is. Right. Harvesting sounds kind of benign. Oh, good. It's time to harvest. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. All and, uh, you know, it's a positive uh, connotation for right. some, as evil as it can be. Uh, I wanted to just correct myself. Uh, email us. Uh, I was talking about if you've got any information on what your state's doing uh, and leaving intact a state that is uh, filled with drop boxes and all of the, the nonsense of 2020, would you email us at info at ludobs.com? That's info at ludobs.com. We'd love to hear from you and uh, hear what you're thinking and what you what you know about what's going on in your state. Because, I, I mean, it sounds terrible where we are right now. The Republican Party isn't doing anything. If it's not for Mike Lindell, I don't know that there'd be any energy behind any kind of reform whatsoever. Uh, Mike, I want to turn to, uh, again, that's info at ludobs.com. I want to turn back to the machines. The, now, the machines have created problems <laughs> for all of us. I'm in the, uh, I'm in a, a named in a lawsuit. That's right. uh, ridiculous. I'm an opinion host. There, there's just no basis whatsoever. Right. I'm asking for, I was asking for in, for investigations and evidence. Uh, and the next thing I know, I'm I'm in a in a lawsuit, right? But and that's you know that's the way it is. But what I I think it's really important to get evidence out there, uh, and I I would love uh, for you to put as much evidence out there so that people can actually just see it, uh, one page, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. uh, and I wish that we could get these. <laughs> These attorneys general, I, I, I want to just explain, <clears throat> excuse me. I want to explain one problem that Mike was talking about, and it's crystal clear in Wisconsin, where they've had a, a great special counsel uh, doing great work. Uh, Michael uh, Gableman there, yep. the yep. special counsel, he can't get the attorney general or the governor to move forward on what he has found, which he calls election bribery and has documented it. Mm -hmm. And that's because they're Democrats and are not going to in any way touch those results or that evidence that he has produced. And so he's, they're fighting him tooth and nail, right. uh, even though he's come up with a, with actually two series well, of reports. Right. Well, it's actually worse than that in Wisconsin. Remember they have the, the very crooked WEC, which is like their secretary of state, five out of six of them were going to be charged with felonies for what they did in that election. All of a sudden, mysteriously, the charges were not did not go forward because all of a sudden the, the one of the DAs said, well, there's no uh, we don't have they don't have standing. It was a joke. Somebody got to him with Gableman's report, everybody. This is a ex Supreme Court judge from the state of Wisconsin who was hired by Robin Voss, who's head of the um, the Congress in or the uh, state legislatures in Wisconsin. He was hired by Robin Voss to do this investigation. So Gableman dug into it. The guy is amazing. He had his team dig in for seven months investigate. Now he comes back and he says his he goes through his whole list of all the evidence and he's, his recommend, recommendation was to decertify the election of 2020 for Wisconsin. You need to decertify. That does not mean that the votes go to Donald Trump, everybody. It means that in light of the evidence, you can't certify. You have to decertify your election. Now, Robin Voss, who's a Republican, he pushed back and said, stop your investigation. Uh, you found too much. Um, he admitted there was widespread fraud. I spent an hour and a half on the phone with the guy and he goes, I said, you need to decertify. You need to do something. Why did you do the investigation in the first place, Robin? You need to protect your state, get rid of these Dropbox, get rid of the machines and, and decertify. And he, you know what he said, Lou? He said, Mark, until we get a Republican governor, my hands are tied. I go, you're the legislatures. You guys make the laws. 
What is wrong with you, Robin? I think that they, all I can say is, Robin, are you a traitor or are you compromised? I don't know. There is something seriously wrong with that guy. And this is what every state seems to have a Robin Vosloo. These are Republicans. And he's the one that ordered the investigation. Be careful what you wish or what you wish. What did he think? They weren't going to find anything. He found it was massive. The machines, you guys, 22,000 people voted with the same phone number from a prison. It wasn't they didn't vote from there. These these were just names. They're called phantom voters. They inflate the voter rolls. Seven thousand people from out of state voted just on what they found there. They didn't come and march across Minnesota to vote in Wisconsin. They just the names were used. That's why these computers and these machines, they need to go bye bye. These drop boxes need to go bye bye. One day voting needs to be brought back. I mean, whoever, you know, are you kidding me? And they, they try and make it a political thing. Well, you know, um, blacks and Hispanics, they can't just do one day voting. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's called I mean, it's called it's called bigotry. And yeah, it really it, is. It's, it and, really is. And I don't understand. Well, I, I do. Uh, but I don't think anyone should understand why the Democrats are doing it and getting away with it because of all of the activist groups uh, for Hispanic Americans. Yep. Uh, they don't protest their own Democratic Party. Uh, it's no longer, by the way, just the, the Hispanic uh, Party. Uh, the Hispanics by 52% are moving away from the Democratic Party to Republicans. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens this election year. But the right. point is, when you say to a people, whether they're African-American, whether they're Hispanic, you name the ethnicity, whatever. And you say you're too, you're too dumb to have a uh, voter ID. So we're going to protect you from voter ID uh, and, because you're just too stupid. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what just... the Democrats are saying to their constituents. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's a shameful. And, and, and um, you know, African-Americans in this country, vote almost 85 to 90 percent as a block for the Democrats. Hispanics, that, that, that has broken down. We're talking about now a, a real opportunity for them to move to, to the Republican Party. Uh, in fact, a majority may. Uh, I hope that would be the case, but I'll take some per percentage of that. Uh, it would just be nice to see that kind of uh, uh, movement. Uh, in the Hispanic uh, voters uh, to the Republican Party. It'd be good for the Republican Party uh, in so many ways to broaden uh, the tent, if you will. Well, absolutely. And like the president, our real president, called it the other day, this new Republican Party, you call it the Common Sense Party. He, he put a name on it the other day at a rally I was at with him. And it's common sense. We've moved more. We have to move that party to work. Courage and common sense. I mean, uh, we've kind of lacked that um, you know, in politicians. It's why that so many of these people that are running now are the America first candidates that have uh, you don't. It, it's no longer, Lou, who's going to raise the most money. Uh, boy, that candidate raised 12 million dollars. I need to we got to get out there and get clip those donors. Yeah. Now, well, you didn't put in enough. You know, I'm sorry, but people aren't even watching your stupid TV ads anymore. Those days are those ship has sailed. So what are you raising all this money for? So you can sit and badmouth the other one back and forth. I mean, people get it now. It's what have you done for the people? And these candidates that are up, that are coming up everywhere. These are the, the Kerry Lakes and the Mark Fincham. These guys, Kerry Lake is running for governor of Arizona because she quit Fox because she couldn't speak out and help her country anymore. They put restrictions on her. So she says, you know what? I want to help my state and help my country. I'm going to run for governor. Same way with Mark Fincham, who helped design the paper that's going to replace the machines. I mean, all these states, you got Tina Peters in Colorado. All she's done is fight for our country in spite of all the attacks. And this is what the people, that's why I say the 2020 election, Lou, this, you know, there's a lot of things that are going to manifest from that that are that are going to be changing. And, and when you talk about the Democrat Party, they're all coming away as as continue. They can't lie anymore like this. OK, it's our turn now. Red wave, blue wave, red wave, blue wave. And boy, if you're black or Hispanic, you're a Democrat. No, you're not. 
Um, this is not the case anymore. We're all people. We're one nation under God. And we are going to elect candidates. And you better have the people's back, all people. You better not get in office and make decisions with a personal agenda or a party agenda when you know that morally, just because your party votes it, that it's the wrong thing to vote. You, you know what I mean by that? I mean, it's like um, I mean, you're talking you're talking about Mitch McConnell. Kevin exactly. McCarthy, yes. two rhinos who expect yep. their party, uh, their conferences to fall in line. And yep. guess what, though, Mike? Let's let's be straight about this. The, the 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 fact is, they just voted last night on forty billion dollars of aid for Ukraine. Fifty-seven Republicans voted with the Democrats. Unreal for that aid. That aid is all about globalization. It's yep. all about uh, all that President Trump tried to roll back in terms yep. of this misguided idea. We're going to be the world's policeman and have our boots on the ground. Our The 82nd, 101st Airborne elements of them right now are in Poland because this president sent them there. And don't oh. think for a minute he's telling one ounce of truth when he talks about uh, this uh, <laughs> this business that we're just going to pl- provide supplies. Yeah, it's unreal. No, it's- three to three to one, three to one. Republicans voted in support of the package. It's disgusting, Lou. And you know what? I think there's so much trading going on. Hey, you give us this this time, and next time we want this put in this thing and this bill. And it's it's disgusting. It really yeah. is. It's not. It's like. What are we going to do to help all the people? You know what, though? I'll tell you what. If everybody rewrites their brains back to December of 2019, you think of everybody. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, Black, White, Hispanic, Asian. It didn't matter. If you're in this country at that time, your life had somewhat improved. I don't care if you ate with no forks or four forks. Everything had improved a little bit. All-time low gas price, highest consumer confidence, lowest unemployment. You name it. And... And that that was a manifestation of political decisions that they couldn't say, well, that was Obama. No, it was not. It was Donald Trump's administration. But these were common sense solution in spite of all the attacks by his own party, by his own, by the media, by the Democrats. And but he still those those decisions manifested through. And a lot of that, Lou, was regulations. And I'll give everybody one example of nonsense in this country. There's a 34, 30 some states have a law in the books where Donald Trump put a $1 billion or $6 billion opiate bill through to help our drug addiction in this country, okay? And there was a lot of sensible things that went through on that, a lot of well-thought-out things of where to give that money. You give it to the places that work. And the ones that work were, were God-based, like your teen challenges and, and stuff like this. But I will say this. In our country, Lou, there's it's on the books if you're 30 some states, if you want to treat somebody, counsel somebody in addiction, you have to go to college for four years, cl- swim the English Channel, thri- climb 15 trees. I mean, you have all these regulations. Well, if you're in addiction, I want to be I want to be trained or I want to hear from someone that's been there. That's my hope. So, I mean, there just was so much regulations in addiction. And and it's uh, and by the way, I'm going to throw a plug in for my LindellRecoveryNetwork.org. You guys, it's free. You can't beat that. It's free and it's online. And you want to get help because there's people out there that are looking for hope, and uh, it, it's free. And that's it's just sad that but the regulations that were rolled back was so important. As, as, yeah. as, in, they were as much as important as anything. These nonsense regulations, and I just seen some of the stuff that this that this current administration or whatever you call it is doing now. Some of these things they put in just in the last couple of weeks were just nonsense, and all it's built is to hurt business and to hurt. You know, all you got to do is look in California. The things that come out of there, it's like okay, you have to have. I don't even know how anybody could ever be in business there anymore. It's just like. Uh, um, with the regulations, it's crazy. Well, Mike, thanks for everything you're doing. Uh, it's, it's very important to the country. Everybody listening to you understands that. Uh, I, I hope that everyone will stay up to date. We're going to have Mike back whenever he wants to update us on uh, what he's doing with these uh, injunctions, 
what he's doing to uh, remove machines and to assure uh, a, an election that uh, for a change, wouldn't this be nice, isn't rigged. Uh, it's, it's time because the Republican party should be doing this Republican leaders, but let's remember who the Republican leaders are. And I don't want to hear from any Republican. It says to me that it doesn't matter whether it's Kevin McCarthy or Mitch McConnell or some other Republican, it matters a great deal because we can give them a landslide. And with those two still in charge, we're not going to see anything change in this country. Do you disagree, Mike? No, 100% true. And that's another thing that's been revealed, Lou. People have woke up and they've started to learn about these politicians. And they know now what a rhino is. They know now what a corrupt rhino is. I mean, they know what a criminal is. They know what, you know, and and they've learned how our government works and that, you know, legislatures make the draw. You're exactly right, Lou. It's like, don't our government care about... You would think our government, even like this movie, that, hey, we need to investigate this. How much evidence needs to be poured on them that we're going to have another selection rather than an election? It's disgusting. And like you say, even if you get this red wave, let's say we do get rid of enough machines and we overcome and we get the House back, get the Senate. Um, gee, if they're doing what they did yesterday, if they're globalists or what, if they're rhinos anyway, you know, that are still in charge. Someone's got to get backbones there and say, you know what? We work for the people. We don't work for ourselves. This isn't a whole nother little business within ourselves. We have to do what's going to help people. These people, it bugs me, Lou, because all of them have families, extended families. They have neighbors. They have friends. Where are these people of your McCarthy's going, hey, why are you doing this to our country? Why, you know, why, what are you? You know what I mean? And McConnell and these, and, or you or you go down to Georgia and you have Camp Rassenberger and Carr. Don't their neighbors or their own families say, why are you doing this to us? What, what's your motivation here? You know, do you get, do you pray? I mean, when you pray about, you know, where, where are you at in this world? I mean, it just baffles my mind. That's the, that's my biggest, um, I guess, frustration is, is how, how deep it goes. We, I, we've dove into politics now and saying, wow, we've all had an education and not just the United States, the whole world's been watching us. You know, like Reagan said, the lights go out here. They go out everywhere. This is the, this is um, this next six months. Everybody is so important that you, I, I don't even know where to put a level on it. Cause it seems like, you know, 2020 was the most important 2016. You know, we go back just like we did just think if we didn't have the miracle of 16, everybody, you realize it's done forever. We're we're in great. God gave us grace when Donald Trump was able to select three Supreme Court judges and over 300 other judges. Think if they when they had the miracle of 2016 and then boom, this we would it, our country. They had the machine. It would be over forever, Lou. And where yeah. do we go from here? You know, I guess well, the believers, we all just go to heaven and, and we call it a day, you know. Well, uh, we're going to fight. And you're, you're setting the example uh, for all Republicans, every patriot, irrespective of party or, or philosophy. Yep. Uh, this is a time to fight because you're, we're fighting for the, for the soul of this country. I, I made a mistake earlier. Uh, I was so angry at the Republican Party. I said 57 Republicans had voted to support that package. I was off by a factor of three. 149 Republicans voted in support of the package. I said 57. Oh, wow. That's, that's where we are. And 40 Republican senators, knowing that it would be an act of war in the view of Vladimir Putin, are the ones who sent a demand for a no-fly zone over Ukraine to Joe Biden. Oh. Uh, this is a party out of control under the thumbs of, of uh, McCarthy and McConnell. And folks, if you do nothing else, you make sure you let your congressmen, your senators know that you don't want the Republican Party led by a bunch of rhinos who don't care about uh, whether they send your son, your grandson, uh, your granddaughter or your grand, uh, your daughter off to war right? Uh, for something. We, we have a 2000 mile long border that's undefended. And an invasion underway, and Kamala Harris and this president can't even get to the border to 
boost morale for the Border Patrol that they pulled back from that border. So an estimated five to seven million illegal immigrants in this next year will cross all but unimpeded across that line and be distributed in the dark of night to communities all across the country. And get ready to vote and make sure that your vote counts. And the only way to do it is to volunteer and be there. Uh, make Put yourself in the, in the face of every one of your elected officials, no matter whether it's a zoning committee or the city council, the mayor, uh, the county board of supervisors, your school board, get involved. Uh, and, and like Mike, that, like Lou, Mike that, Lindell. Lou, that being said, I want to say one more thing. You guys also go to precinctstrategy.com. You can get involved. There's there's still tens of thousands of open spots. It's a very, very, it's a very, very important uh part of the, the it's, it's the base ground floor of the of our the Republican Party. And you can do it. It doesn't take that much time, but the importance of it is beyond anything you've ever seen. Go to precinctstrategy.com. They will teach you. They'll show you. If you don't want to do it, fine. But that's something you can do. And also the power of prayer, Lou. Absolutely. And uh, we have much to pray over, uh, as Mike Lindell has uh, informed us today. Mike, please come back. Keep us up to date on uh, on your all of your efforts in behalf of this great constitutional republic of ours. It is on the line uh, in this election. As you said, they seem to all be the most important at the time. Well, we weren't wrong in 2016, and we're not wrong in 2020, and we're not wrong now. These elections are critically important to the future of the country and all Americans. Mike Lindell, we always give you the last word. Every guest gets the last word on The Great America Show. Well, I just want to thank everybody out there for all the support. And if you can go to the App Store, get Frank's speech, get Frank's speech uh, at the App Store. And so you can continue to get the see the evidence anytime and see what's going on. And uh, and uh, Lou, thanks for having me on. God bless you. And um, everybody out there. Remember, don't save your courage for a rainy day. It's pouring outside. You don't. The, uh, this is it. Amen. Oh. <laughs> Amen. Thanks, Lou. Thank God you. bless you, Mike. Thanks so God much. Bless. Thank you. The great Mike Lindell, a great, great American, a great patriot. Mike Lindell. And here tomorrow with us, Nigel Farage. He is the British conservative who made history and saved his nation's sovereignty and extricated the UK from the clutches of the European Union. Please be with us tomorrow. Till then, God bless you and God bless America.